Whenever we visit a doctor for medical checkup, a report is usually produced that identifies our potential and existing health weaknesses. In most cases, the diagnosis will highlight potential challenges in sugar levels, blood pressure, vision and possibly, developing tumor that is still manageable. Given the situation, the doctor may usually not prescribe any drugs but will offer advice based on a program you should follow to manage your health better. Recommendations may be about reducing the intake of salt, red meats, and carbohydrates and also embark on a journey of physical exercises while maintaining a good lifestyle. For most of us who have previously received this kind of advice, particularly that aimed at reducing our weight, it has been quite difficult. Self-discipline on things of routine is hard. You tell yourself, I will stop smoking next week. And come next week, you tell everyone, just one more cigarette and I stop. Unfortunately, very few quit from unhealthy behaviors unless they get into a crisis, lungs are collapsing, the heart is failing, kidneys are malfunctioning. At that point, quitting is no longer a choice but a matter of urgency. The family bills are rising for medical care and the life itself is in danger. The doctors will now administer the program on you to rectify any defects, we will have to amputate your leg for you to live. We ignored early advice. Zambia has been receiving the Economic Bill of Health from the International Monetary Fund, IMF, for many years through what is called Article 4 consultations. However, in 2014, the tone of the IMF advice on what Zambia needed to do to survive a potential crisis changed. That was the time I was at the IMF. Some issues included the debt route Zambia was taking, the heavy subsidies on energy and agriculture inputs that were hugely abused, and of course, high expenditure that dwarfed the revenues. The warning signals started in Zambia's mission chief at the time, Sidit Sikata, would take me out for lunch to discuss best ways of helping the country from slipping into a debt crisis. Today, those messages the IMF warned about have come to bear and it is no longer a matter of choice, it is about requiring the attention and support of the IMF. The only different thing this time is that the IMF has not behaved like a medical doctor seeking to amputate the patient. The IMF allowed Zambia to offer its own prescription even when amputation or hard non-human face conditionalities we once experienced in the 1990s are the best option. Demonstration of commitment. Government engineered its own program that would demonstrate capacity of commitment to reform the economy. It is Zambia that decided the hard route of scaling down or rationalized subsidies towards energy and agriculture. The same government decided a program targeted at underperforming, tax-dependent, state-owned enterprises. Government further communicated to the IMF how it would beef up its domestic revenues so that we have more money to spend on social economic programs. Other initiatives of government had to do with limiting its appetite towards unwarranted and costly debts. It decided on prudent expenditure and overall fiscal discipline. This is about managing the resources properly by procuring smartly and reducing corruption. The government added sweeteners to the same program and I'm sure it was not expecting the IMF to accept the proposals given the latter's past record. IMF programs are generally associated with limiting the size of the public service, freezing job recruitments and even freezing salaries for the period of the program. We have witnessed the opposite through the recent mass recruitments, increase in constituency development funds, and expanding the number of beneficiaries for the social cash transfer. The IMF accepted all this. Quite unprecedented. Knowing the IMF, it will not change its current, favorable and soft, tone unless there is a drastic change of focus by this government on its own commitments. This implies the ball is right in the court of government to ensure the IMF program delivers on all what was planned. Anxiety about the program. There are messages of anxiety about the potential pitfalls of this program. These worries point to the potential suffering of the most vulnerable, the poor people, as the so-called conditionalities take effect. 
it will also be very hard for businesses that are used to tax evasion to run away from the taxman. Some companies that entirely depend on government projects may also have challenges because Finance Minister Dr. Sichumbeko Musakotwain will be very frugal in terms of expenditure. Worse still, should there be any indiscipline on the part of government, as happened to Ghana in 2015, the potential negative vibes globally will hurt the economy, taking us into some serious relapse. For an undertaking of this nature, these risks exist. But there is some cushion. First, protection towards the poor is apparently not only the initiative of government. It is embedded in the so-called conditionalities. The government has to demonstrate commitment the budgetary allocations for social cash transfers are fulfilled in practice and transparently before accessing any further disbursement of IMF money. In addition, we are expecting significant financial support from bilateral and multilateral donors towards Zambia's budget starting 2023. This alone will be enough to cushion the impact of the IMF program on the poor. There are other gains that will offer the cushion. The Zambian economy is expected to start growing to levels beyond those achieved in 2010, the last time Zambia was under the IMF program. A growth rate of 7-10% will be good enough to expand government revenues, create jobs, offer business opportunities for small and medium enterprises, and this is good enough to cushion the impact on the poor. What matters the most now is that government should keep its eyes on the ball, maintain the discipline, communicate better and ensure all Zambians understand how this self-imposed medication will take us out of the economic quagmire we experienced in past 10 years. I am confident we have chosen the medicine we can easily swallow. Author Bio Chibamba Kanyama is managing consultant of Bridges Limited and a former communications advisor at the International Monetary Fund.